Hey, good afternoon, everybody. This is Robert Harper, Virginia Farm Bureau's Grain Division. Glad to bring you the Merchandiser Minute today. It's May the 19th, 2023. What a week we've had on the Chicago Futures Board. I want to start off today, a lot of information today. I want to start off today just by reading some of the headlines this week that caught my eye as you're thinking about ones that caught your eye. All right, let's go. Speculator money leading the sell-off in soy oil, liquidating futures contracts as interest in biofuels not keeping up with their pace of interest. Second one, final weeks of the wheat marketing year is causing selling pressure on the Chicago, Minneapolis, and Kansas City futures board. A falling knife market has many futures contracts enter multi-year lows. Next headline, who will step in for bargain buying? Liquidation pressure on futures markets this week. Risk off mentality prevails. Technical breakdown in soybeans. Technical damage across the agricultural commodity markets. Selling spree causes massive volatility. Massive volumes of futures contracts trading. Beans down 40 cents a bushel on wrung out falling knife trade. Concerns over Chinese economy. Man, what a week. So much information, so many moving parts, and just one of those headlines to catch your eye. You know, ag futures in many cases, not talking about live cattle or feeder cattle and to some degree cotton, but looking at other ag commodity futures, we've seen a sell-off since around April the 12th, kind of a slow trickle. But this week, volume picked up on the board, selling pressure picked up, and we had a lot of red. Let's take a look at how the board closed out. July corn down 32 cents this week to close at 554. December corn down 9 cents for the week. Different fundamentals on that new crop contract. December corn closed below the psychological marker of $5, closing today at $4.99. July soybeans down 83 cent a bushel this week to close at 1307. November soybeans again different fundamentals on the new crop down 48 cent a bushel for the week to close at 1175. July wheat down 22 at 605. September wheat futures in Chicago down 30 cent for the week to close at 617. We're going to go through some of the information here and um, you're thinking and listening as I'm going along. Y'all have had a week now to digest last Friday's May crop report. We know that was a very bearish crop report from USDA here in the month of May and mainly bearish because of the optimistic numbers presented by USDA for trendline yields. If we take a look at what we saw again last week, 181.5 is the expected corn yield. Why does that get bearish on price? Lots of reasons. One of them is the carryout for this crop. Remember, this was the first look at the 2023-2024 marketing year. It starts on September 1st for corn. 2.2 uh, billion bushel carryout. That's, that's heavier than we've been since the 2020 and 2021, 2022 marketing year. So when you switch over to beans, we saw 52 bushel expected yield across the planted acres and that raised the carry out also to 335 million bushels. So what does that mean? Remember we talk a lot about stocks to use ratio. We talk about 10% and under is very supportive for the price levels we've been at. We saw a new stocks to use ratio from USDA last week at 10.3% for corn. It was 9.7% 
uh, in the month before, but we saw some predictions for 2024 that could go as high as 15% stocks to use ratio. So bearish to price, downward pressure. We move over to soybeans. This last Friday, we got a 4.9% stocks to use ratio, still way below 10% just up a little bit from 4.8 the month before but a prediction in 2024 coming in at 7.6 percent so lots to look at on all those numbers last week one thing i wanted to point out before we move on is the virginia wheat forecast that we saw we know that y'all planted 230,000 acres of wheat in virginia but we didn't know until last friday what portion of those acres were going to be combined for grain we got the number and that came in at 145,000 acres to be harvested for grain, the rest of it cover crop, feed, and grazing. You do the math on expected yield in Virginia with those acres, that's an 8.85 million bushel winter wheat crop that is expected, and that's down 13% from the previous year. So some information there for you. Um, on some positive news this week, uh, National Oil Seed Processors Association released their crush number. Uh, we got 173 million bushels crushed. That was um, a down a little bit from March, but it was still above trade expectation, a very good crush number. And one of the things I want to point out this week, when we had soybeans falling like we did, we also had meal falling, but not at the same rate that soybeans was falling. That's going to be an interesting relationship to watch next week. We know Argentina, the number one exporter of meal in the world, is importing a lot of beans from Brazil to keep their crush plants going because of the drought that they had. So it's interesting to see meal holding up some strength in the face of the type of sell-off that we've seen in beans. Uh, ethanol report, production up 2.3% for the week. Uh, it turned out to be 987,000 barrels per day. Stocks just about the same as the week before, 24 million barrels. And lots of reports this week about profitability coming back and coming back strong in the ethanol industry. We know it's a big function of a lot of things. One of them is the price of corn. We saw some aggregate numbers this week that some ethanol production folks are getting near a dollar a bushel uh, profit on ethanol or 40 cents a gallon. Um, the export sales report this week was as bad as everybody thought. We did see cancellations again this week, not only in soybeans, but in corn. It's a big story, a long story. Y'all are versed in it. But one of the interesting things, when we look at the bean export sales report, it was net uh, net the smallest net number I've seen in the uh, years that I've been looking at it and that was an Im uh, impact of light sales with cancellations. so we need export sales that was some some bad news uh, also we, we looked at this week um, crop progress numbers US corn planting coming into the week 65% planted 59% average U.S. beans coming into the week, 49% planted, 36% is the five-year average. We know that when the crop is going in the ground this fast, it can definitely cause speculators to want to sell. I think that was just a small part of the selling this week. This week's selling was the technical damage that we saw on the charts. It was liquidation, 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 and even spec money adding, adding, new positions on the board by selling first. So the crop's going in the ground fast. 
Virginia topsoil moisture, 78% adequate to surplus. The USDA told us this week, Virginia subsoil, 75% adequate to surplus. That's good. Some of you got as much as four inches of rain this week. We heard from amazing. Virginia corn came in our first quality rating, 69% good to excellent. Y'all got 84% of the corn planted here in Virginia, 81% is the five-year average, but this one will get you. Virginia beans, 45% planted. The five-year average is 26%. It's something going on here that y'all know about. A lot of y'all are planting beans earlier, and I think it's really showing up not only your hard work ethic, your good equipment. Weather's been working in your favor, but it just a lot of folks planting beans and getting it done. 45% planted, five-year average is 26 Virginia wheat, 91% headed. The five-year average is 81. So remarkable that wheat is this far ahead. A big thank you this week to the folks at the Eastern Virginia Agricultural Research and Extension Center for putting on the small grain field day. It was great to get out with a lot of seeds, men and women, and see our small grain breeders, wheat and barley, talk about what they've got coming down the line. It was a pleasure to be with y'all, and thank you for hosting us all that came this week to that small grain field day looking at weather for the coming week we had some freezing weather today in north dakota y'all are watching that the big question is you know we know about it's hard to get the last few acres planted across the country how many acres will be prevented plant this year and we're looking at a window in those northern plains there is drying coming and warmer weather how much more spring wheat can they get planted and how about those farmers up there in north dakota will they get caught up that are so far behind on getting their corn planted due to weather conditions we saw significant rain this week in kansas and the texas panhandle that has helped uh, the hard wheat crop some. A lot of that wheat is too far gone for help. We did see this week the three-day Kansas wheat tour. Y'all were following that uh, on social media. We did notice that yeah, I think the final yield came in around 30 bushels per acre on the Kansas wheat three-day tour. The five-year average is 45 bushels, but one of the big take-homes out there from that tour is that a lot of those acres will be uh, abandoned. Um, so keep your eye on that and remember watch the difference between on the futures board how the Chicago wheat is trading versus Minneapolis versus the Kansas City and a lot of that has to do with the drought and the hard wheat belt the Kansas City contract we know that the Ukraine export deal that the UN brokered there will be extended for 60 more days I think there was more premium in the market futures market than we thought for that that was part of the sell-off this week to see that grain corridor stay open for the next 60 days. Russia said they got what they wanted as far as exporting more of their fertilizer. They're gonna let Ukraine keep exporting. So next week, plant in progress, good to excellent ratings. We're gonna to watch to see if we get any more export cancellations. And y'all, keep reading up about this debt ceiling debate. Um, a real gridlock today, maybe tomorrow will be better, but we're gonna watch that next week. Let Josie or I help you. It's always time to look at new crop marketing, old crop marketing, to talk about it. Give us a call. This is Robert at Farm Bureau's Grain Division.